Welcome to Experimental. I'm your host, Justin Wise, a pastor turned business consultant for growth-minded entrepreneurs and experts. It's my mission to help you time travel into your preferred future, find the highest and best use of your time, build a business chock full of profit so you can design the life and business you want. If you want to hear how other experts and leaders are using creativity and experimentation to grow their businesses, this is the show for you. All right, this week's episode is going to be very short, sweet, to the point. I did want to address this This podcast is called Experimental for a reason. Because yes, I like marketing and business building and all that kind of stuff. It's a lot of the reasons why you listen to this show. But there's also a lot going on outside of the world of business building. In uh, our country here in the United States, also just in the world in general. And I wrote about this, about Black Lives Matter, about racism, and I wanted to share that with you because, you know, what I didn't want to do is add to the noise, but I did feel just this compulsion to get my thoughts out on paper, and so I wanted to share that with you. This is called, Isn't Racism Over? I have a story to share with you. I think it might help give context for white folks who might be wondering, even secretly, Isn't racism over? So I went to the University of Northern Iowa. It is 82% white and just 2% black. My junior year, I took an elective called Ethnic and Racial Studies. There were 20 or so people in the class. I was one of two white students. Everybody else was black. And this class completely rocked my world. Both me and Chad were from Iowa. Now, Chad is not his real name, but Chad seems like a good white person name, doesn't it? None of the black students were from Iowa. They came from different parts of the country. Washington, D.C., Atlanta, Florida, Chicago, Tennessee. One of my classmates, Frank, shared his story with me once. This is what he said. He said, in the South, you know who's racist. And honestly, I prefer it. They call you racial slurs to your face, and then you can steer clear of them because you know exactly where they stand. Here in the Midwest, though, it's different. Someone can smile at you and act all nice, but then when you walk by, they call you racial slurs behind your back. Now, this was almost 20 years ago. In the last week, I found myself thinking about Frank a lot. Being white, I had never felt the sting of being judged differently because of my skin color. Never. Not once. It honestly hadn't even crossed my mind that this was possible. Isn't racism over? But when you hear people your own age talk about their experience with racism, going to the store, getting pulled over, going on dates, doing the same normal stuff that you do, it's like stretching out a rubber band in your soul. It can never go back to the shape that it was. To understand racism is to experience racism. It can't be understood on an intellectual level. It is visceral, carnal. It's felt in the bones and the blood and the soul. And though I know I can never truly experience what racism is like from the perspective of a black man or woman, I was trusted with the stories and experiences of a room full of 20-somethings who chose to let me into their world, not knowing how I'd respond. Those other students, some who became close friends, gave me a gift that semester. They give me the gift of sight. They helped me see racism. And it's not enough to just not be racist. Not now. Racism is like an onion. It has many layers which is why we must actively work against racism. It's a fire that rages in the heart of man and must be doused with the waters of vigilance. So let me say this loud and clear. For you, me, Frank, 
and those beautiful black gems in that classroom in Searley Hall at UNI. Black Lives Matter. Now, forever, and always.